Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. More than 100 retailers have teamed up with the goal of making the fashion industry more sustainable. For more, KCBS's Jim Taylor spoke with Bloomberg's Olivia Rockman. Olivia Rockman, let's just start by looking at the problem. How does fashion affect the environment? Fashion affects the environment at basically every stage of production, so that includes growing the cotton, that includes turning the cotton into fabric, cutting and sewing the material, and then shipping it all over the world. And also, once clothing is disposed of in a landfill, it it produces methane, which, of course, is also a pollutant. Yeah, I I have read that up to 8% of global carbon emissions come from the fashion industry, yeah? Yeah, the estimates are a little bit all over the map. It's, of course, difficult to measure, but we've seen estimates ranging from 2 to 10 percent. All right. We can agree that that's a bad thing. Companies also want to make money. And so by combining that knowledge with the desire to make money, we have sustainability, right? How does that work? Yeah, so it seems like what's started to be called resale is really the perfect solution for apparel producers, which is that they can resell old clothing, make additional margin on it, and not have to produce new, which of course will limit the emissions from the production phase. How's that working out? So far, it hasn't proven to be very profitable for businesses. We heard from companies like Shein that they, in fact, never expect their resale programs to make money, and instead that they've launched them more so for green marketing than for actual sustainability. I I guess companies probably try to uh, paint themselves in as good a picture as possible, but the fact is they're not really making any money on resales, you know? That's right. For, For this really to be sustainable for the environment, resale would have to be replacing production of new goods. And so far, we've seen no evidence that, you know, the, the production of new clothes has, has slowed down in any way. Even companies like Patagonia, who really are out there pushing this, uh, this framework, it's not working for them either. Yes, Patagonia, which has been said to be a billion-dollar company, only makes about $5 million a year on resale. And so, you know, that, that's about, about 1%. And so while they have this really amazing and robust resale portion of their website, it's it's not clear to us that, you know, it's actually financially doing much for the company at all. Okay, so the big question is, why not? Why aren't secondhand goods catching on? It's a combination of things. I think one is consumer awareness. Uh, while, while some consumers who are environmentally savvy are very involved in resale, the average consumer is not. It also has to do with the way that consumers interact with it online. If you're on, for example, Patagonia's website, you're not going to find a used good next to a new good on their site. You have to go to a separate tab. And so it's still kind of excluded from the, the kind of main way of shopping. And also, it lacks investment from members of boards and CEOs at the top of these companies. Yeah, it would seem that that's your bottom line, really, that you got to make money on this thing or companies aren't going to do it. Huh? That's right. And the reverse logistics, which is, is the way that brands get these items back from their consumers to resell them, that process is still quite nascent and there requires a lot more 
investment in infrastructure to get to a place where these companies can get enough supply of secondhand items to really generate strong sales. It really also speaks, I think, to our society and our need to get new fashion fast. I've got to change up and I can't have a a used item, something that was in fashion last year. I'm sure I'm not going to wear that, right? That's right. The American consumer wants cheap stuff and they want new stuff. And so far, resale is, is quite cheap, but it's definitely not new. What's the answer? Where do we go from here? There's hope among the kind of sustainability community that as the consumer awareness grows, so too will the market for these items. Um, but that said, there needs to be a lot more kind of patient investors who, who are willing to put money into this and wait for it to grow rather than kind of hope for these kind of quick profits. That's Bloomberg's Olivia Rockman. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 